you and a jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. Cry, we lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. This O Steve comes to us by Frank Williams. Am I the meanest? Oh Steve! Am I the prettiest? Oh Steve! Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Oh Steve! Oh Steve! How'd you like that? That's good. That was good. Frank, boy, you be hitting the mark sometimes, baby. All right. This first email comes to us from Mike Ryan, the fucking Italian guy. Uh, hey, Aries and the Jew. Ha <laughs> ha. Aries, I'm curious to know you and Andy's thoughts on MJ's investing in prisons. Granted, millions of people have, but I'm curious if that puts a blemish on his name, however small, in your eyes. Love the pod, guys, and bring back Willie Turner. Your take on Willie Turner has me crying laughing. <clears throat> uh, that's one of the biggest misconceptions and rumors out there. The guy that invested in the prison's name is Michael Jordan, but it's not Michael Jordan, the basketball player, the NBA superstar, the GOAT. It's another white guy. It's a white guy whose name is Michael Jordan. Uh, and, I, and I'm so glad you, you mentioned that because I get into arguments with people all the time on social media about this and it pisses me off. That's one of their talking points. Their stupid talking points when they go, man, Michael Jordan ain't never did shit for black people and he invests in prisons. He, he helps lock black men up. It's amazing how people just run with what they hear. That's not true. It's totally false. It's a different Michael Jordan. It's bullshit. Niggas, do your fucking homework. Google it. Google it. Thank you, Italian guy. Um, how how sad would it be if you're a white dude named Michael Jordan and everybody hears Michael Jordan's coming tonight and then you well, you remember that you remember that great commercial uh, about uh, I forget the what, I think it was a car commercial where they start out with the limo driver he has Michael Jordan on a sign and a bunch of people oh, get yeah, excited yeah. and it's not the yeah. real Michael Jordan yeah, yeah that, they actually did a commercial about that so what, would you rather be a white dude named Michael Jordan or a black would it be more disappointing if a black dude walked in named Michael Jordan or a white dude walked in that's not Michael Jordan. A white guy. A white guy, because it's really disappointing. Because yeah, it's a white guy with expectations of greatness on him. But if, as a black dude, now you walk in and you're just... I, yeah, but you might still be able to play basketball. <laughs> not like Mike. Not like Mike, but a white guy like Mike? Nah. Nah. Um, <clears throat> uh, Scott Peck, fuck your kids. A&A felt compelled to write in when I was catching up on back episodes and came across episode 220 fucked up emails. 
when you both started to delve into the notion that you have to accept the notion that strangers' kids are socially allowed to be an asshole, I about wound up in a ditch. I was laughing, screaming, yes, finally, I have been catching, oh, yes, finally, I have been catching up on previous episodes. I discovered the pod after I caught a clip of Lizzo Gate. When you called her a plate of mashed potatoes, I died. I immediately had to search your ass out thinking this was on a podcast. I must admit the views I have heard and from you and Andy have really opened my eyes to see the world from a new perspective. Thank you, Scott Peck. And if you have children, fuck your kids. <laughs> nah, man, love to your kids, man. Uh, he thanks you for helping to open his eyes on new perspectives, Andy. I think he was just talking in general to both of us. Yeah, but I'm just saying you, I appreciate were, you were part of that. No, I appreciate it. I, I'm still trying to get new perspectives every day. <clears throat> there you go. Andy is a blossoming flower <laughs> that is always trying to, I don't know. I wish I knew shit about flowers. You know what? I'm, I, I, I think the flower is a nice description, but I'm more of a weed. Really? Yeah, because I, I, I think I'm like people have tried to t- ruin me at all kinds of levels. And you just levels, keep coming up, back. Bro. You keep coming and, back. And, and like from a distance, it's like, oh, that that looks like a, like a nice flower. And then you get there, and you're like, yeah, it's just a weed. Mm, okay, damn. <laughs> Believe in yourself, brother. Uh, weeds grow strong, man. They're only uh, weeds because we we deemed them as such. What the fuck did I do? You know, I'm I, you know I'm the worst. I, I had a, <clears throat> I had a fucking thing. There's no way I could have erased it. Wait a minute. See if it comes back. You taught me this trick. I like that I taught something. Go to go to all mail. Where, where is it? Here. Go, go here. Go all mail. Where is it? Well, you might have trashed it. If you think you threw it away, go in there. And now type type it. Hit something on my thumb. And I think I just fucking erased it. God damn it. I'm sorry, Ty Pope. <clears throat> I was going to read your email. And then I think I just fucking did something. Um, maybe no, you didn't send send anything back. To no, uh, Ty Pope, send that back in. Just release, yeah, Ty just... Pope, uh, Daryl Albright. Uh, it's all Andy's fault. I like that. What up, uh, A double S, Andy? It's all your fault. I don't know how, and I don't know why, but it just is. Let's play the blame the white guy. <laughs> nah, just fucking with you, Andy. Sometimes you don't get enough love. Well, here's some. You're a funny dude and somewhat intelligent. <laughs> When are you guys coming back to North Carolina, <clears throat> specifically Rally or Greensboro? Can a brother get some tickets? Yeah, I got you, dog. All right, black man and Robin, keep me laughing to myself and looking crazy at work. Daryl Albright. We're going to be back at, we're at Raleigh? Yeah, Raleigh Improv, August 11th through the 13th. Uh, I don't think we're in Greensboro for uh, uh, probably not till next year because they usually do you every other year. And- I don't even remember us going to Greensboro. Well, once. Do you remember the name of the club? Yeah, it was uh, Comedy Zone, I think. think. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Holy shit. I think I'm getting that confused with another club in the Carolinas, but I think this is South Carolina. Yeah. I never want to go back to that. The Comedy Zones have you, except for the Charlotte one, they have you more intermittent. Mm. Jose Gardia, episode 461. Uh, what's up, guys? I just got done listening to the most recent episode. I was caught off guard by the dude Token's email to my waifu. He stated you guys need to do all kinds of shit that really wouldn't help, like doing the podcast in a fucking restaurant. What kind of shit is that? By the way, is it me or do you have a bunch of dumb niggas that write in? I mean, one of them couldn't even spell the first word correctly. To be fair, though, uh, your guy fans are funny as fuck. 
Sometimes I catch myself dying from some of these guys and bitches' emails. I do see that us as your fans do have something in common, and that's why we all listen to you. But being able to punctuate is not one of them. Go, Suns, Andy. Let's go. Unfortunately, Suns lost their first game to uh, Denver. I don't think they got a lot of calls. I'm not going to make any excuses for them. I think that game can be played better. Uh, they didn't have a good game. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm, 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 I'm rooting. I'm for the Suns. I, I have some issues with the Suns. I have a little few issues with the... Uh, I'll go into it. We'll do it next week when we talk a little bit more about NBA. Here was his name. Not the one I lost, but Lawson Galipsy. Galipsy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lawson. Okay. That's what his Lawson. name was. And he was at our show yes, here in Arlington. Lawson, yes. We're doing the... Way foo, he writes. What's good, guys? Long time listener, first time writing in. An overall huge fan of your comedy for years, Aries. To my man, Andy, don't listen to Michael Cooper. Whether he played basketball or not, your ability to bring the numbers and facts uh, facts is not cringy. In fact, it's my favorite part about what you bring to the table. I've always been a fan of how you, in particular, can separate the pod from the comedy to really get down to the nitty gritty topics. It can be very informative at times, so I appreciate it, big dog. However, listening to you pronounce the words went and Mexican <laughs> make my balls itch. How about this? A Mexican went. <laughs> there you go. What are you saying wrong with went? Uh, it's went. I don't know how. I, I, I know. Listen, I'm going to say this. I'm not making excuses. I'm never making excuses for what I do and who I am, but this is it. I'm dyslexic, and it. listen to this word, you guys. You ready? Aluminum. Aluminum. Wow. Yeah. Aluminum. Yeah, I move my letters around. Say it with me. Aluminum. I can say it this way if I I slow down and go, aluminum. You said it wrong then. I did? Yeah, you went, numb. Aluminum. Now you about to fuck me up. (laughs) Wait a minute. Aluminum. Whatever it is. Aluminum. I hear it. Okay, well, just one more time. Like, to, act like we on Sesame Street, and you're seven. It's it's going to be Electric Company, and okay, it's, and it's it's uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. All right, Andy. Here we go. Aluminum. 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 What the fuck is an aluminum? I don't know. Aluminum, Andy. So this is this is it. And oh, so, one more time. Aluminum. Uh, Mexican. Is the worst one for me. You I, said it, Mexican. Yeah, I did. I had to really slow it down. What do you use to say, Mexican? Mexican. I, you I, magic. Yeah, I put them together. Yeah, Mexican success. Success. <laughs> what do you call a Latino with a successful taco stand? Mexicans. A successful Mexican, and they usually put your tacos in aluminum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it, I'm dyslexic. I'm severely dyslexic, and I don't spell well. And then some of it is even in the way that I pronounce words. I, I can't explain it. I well, they try to they try to fix me in uh, elementary school. They put me in the uh, and at the time it was called a retarded class. Whether people like that word or not, <laughs> it was the retarded class, and I was in that class. And uh, they tried to help me out, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't work. Each and every time I hear you say either one of those words, I pause the pod and go over my own pronunciation of those words before I resume. Still love, though. <clears throat> also, in accordance to our man, Waifu, or however you spell it, I think it would be a great idea to spice the pod up a bit for some viewership. Uh, I love, you know, when I originally read, read this, this part, it's, I, I wish I had read it spontaneously uh, in the moment. Because, dude, 
I laughed for 10 minutes. Oh, really? Oh, I fucking was losing it. Because I realized, I, I thought he was being serious, but then I realized what he was doing, which made it even more funny. Uh, <clears throat> so, of course, when I read it, I'm not going to have the same reaction I had when I read it by myself. But man, oh man, this shit got me. Because it, it was the sarcasm. But here, okay. He goes, uh, <clears throat> how about you guys set up shop uh, let me even go back one line before that. Uh, I got a few ideas on my own. How about you guys set up shop right in the middle of the deepest, darkest corner of Chicago and talk about your five, your top five burger joints until one of you gets robbed of all your equipment and dignity. <laughs> See, I thought he was being serious, but I realized he was piggybacking off what we were doing. And what got me was when he said the deepest, darkest corner of Chicago and talk about your top five favorite burger joints until you get robbed of all your equipment and dignity. And dignity. I love that. That, that sounds fruitful. Or, hear me out, record a pod while it's in the middle of fucking your broads and you're clapping the cheeks. Match the cadence of your voice to the sound it makes just to see who can make it to the end of the pod without busting a fat nut. Hell, or maybe you could even stand in the middle of Times Square and perform a musical episode where you both sing your points across. How's that for marketability, Waifu? Anyway, I have no complaints about the content you guys bring to this platform. I think y'all's ability to keep up with hit movies, sports, current events, politics, civil rights matters, and food is legendary. Take that, Brandon, from the fucking UK. Incidentally, uh, I went on our, whatever our latest episode is, and this nigga is now talking so much shit uh, about me and to me on the email comment, on the uh, YouTube comments. And you know what the fucking funny part is? For all his ranting and raving, all his talking shit, he's still listening. <laughs> of course he's listening. He wants the pod to be better in his mind. Fuck him. In his mind. Fuck him. Go fuck yourself. In his mind, he has big ideas, man. Now you don't talk shit and boo us and tomato oat emojis and say we trash, but your ass is still eating at our establishment. So shut the fuck up and eat these hot dogs we serve you before we put penis on your buns and shove them in your mouth. <laughs> Fucking cocksucker. Uh, that's funny P.S. I'll be at your show in Arlington Improv on the 29th and he was I'm looking forward to seeing you both yes you were <clears throat> uh, you know what I think I'm gonna when, when people come at me like this I'm gonna follow the ice tea model from now on which is what just let other people write in afterwards yeah let your soldiers do your bidding you know it, it's just yeah, and I don't even think I really went that hard on it when he sent it in. It was just, you know, that was his opinion, man. I, I can't, you know, like you said, when you're talking about that <coughs> Lizzo thing, just because it's your opinion. It's subjective. It's not a fact. Right. You can have your opinion. I'm not mad at you for having your opinion. I'm really not. I mean, that's your opinion. But I do take to Ari's point. If that's your opinion and you don't like it, you know, why why keep eating at the same place? You know what I mean? Shut your goddamn pie hole. <laughs> That's from this boy's life with the Nero and, <laughs> yeah. and DiCaprio. Bitch and moon. Bitch and moon. Shut your goddamn pie hole. All right. Uh, speaking of which, <clears throat> Wayful Guru TV writes back in and big bold letters. My apologies for the disrespect. Love the new email episode. I wasn't expecting to get put on blast. Well, you didn't come for my motherfucking teammate, nigga. Come for me, cuz. 
I'm saying we ride in the same core. Uh, $10 a lot of money. <laughs> $10 a lot of money. Oh, he did. He goes, $10 a lot of money coming your way on Cash App. Send it to us, nigga. <laughs> I mean, five bucks a piece. Apologies. Uh, <clears throat> you are right. Andy is a valued team member and does offer great insight. Seeing the Wednesday episode made me eat my words, and I hope my email wouldn't be read on Thursday's pod. Boy, oh boy, my surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Andy loves you. You know when he gives you that laugh? It's official <laughs> tissue. <laughs> um, I apologize. I will put some respect on your names. I definitely wasn't trying to be foul with that bitch shit. I will, re- all, I will remember to always throw an LOL at the end of such statements. <clears throat> Andy, just know I know you are an amazing person and a talented comic. I know I can't hold a torch to your skill, your hustle, and your commitment. I listen to every episode. There are some when you are as stiff as my morning would. That's it. I know Aries wouldn't put his name, his time, and his reputation online if you weren't his equal, if not better. I got nothing for love for you. Well, first of all, wait for Sorry, I know where this is going. <laughs> Ain't nobody my equal. You know why? My goddamn genius! Uh, that's all much love. P.S. That ice cream truck shit had me dead. Sincerely, Token. See, that's nice, yeah, it's man. Nice. It's nice. I love, though, that if you that if you heard it on Wednesday and then to be, and then to be at home going, damn. <laughs> right, right. And then you turn it on on Thursday and you're like, Oh, I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you hesitate. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what you did was cool, man. That was some cool shit, man. You 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 were a man and you owned up to it and you said, you know what? <clears throat> My bad. Unlike Brendan from the fucking you guy. This motherfucker's gonna stick this fucking landing, even though he's still listening. How fucking dumb is that? Know, motherfucker I, said in one of the comments, hey, Aries, how come you aren't in any big time TV shows or movies? How come you're not big on any big time podcasts? How come nobody wants to fuck with you in Hollywood, your peers? Listen, I've made my bed and I am lying in that motherfucker. And I have said what I've said. I've never made no bones about it. At times I've said maybe I could have made better choices. Uh, but it is what it is, nigga. But the fact of the matter is ain't nobody starving. The motherfucking mortgage gets paid. The lights are on. You know what I mean? I got the rims on my truck. I got money in my accounts. I got jewelry and diamonds I can wear. I got pussy I can dip into on a regular basis. So I'm all right, nigga. Don't worry about what's going over here. Keep your business on your side of the fucking pond. Crumpet tea eating motherfucker. Uh, you know, I, I like how people are worried about you, though. They're worried. Nah, they, some people ain't worried. They just dicks. They're worried about you. You know, they're, they're calling you up. They're like, well, why aren't you? They want to help you, Aries. That's Yeah, but if you're going to talk shit, talk shit. But then, you know, don't fuck with us. If you're going to talk shit and then you still are fucking with us, that means you addicted to the coca, nigga. You are addicted to the coca, nigga. Do you, uh, do you remember uh, Robert Wool? Yes, from Arliss. Yeah, he was also in that movie, Hollywood Nights. He was also the reporter uh, that wanted some of Vicky Vale's pussy in Batman. Yeah, he 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 did comedy in Arizona, and I was I was still in high school, and I snuck into this. He was it was at uh, a bar. Yeah, and so he had a little Q and A after he did his hour, and it was a great hour. It was really funny. I thought he was, and I saw him in Hollywood Nights. That's why I wanted to go, and I thought he was extremely funny in the movie. 
And uh, one of the people asked him, he goes, so since Hollywood Nights, you haven't been in any other movies. You know, when are you going to be in one? Why aren't you in another one? <laughs> and it's Did he just, have a great answer? He just goes, he goes, uh, no, I haven't been in anything since Hollywood Nights. And he goes, uh, you know, I'm just, and you could see, like, I saw it in his face. You know, I could see what he wanted to say <laughs> or, you know, how he felt. But he just goes, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting for the call. That's Ugh. all I can do is wait for the call. I, I don't make the choices of whether I'm in the movie or not in the movie. And I, it was such a painful thing for me to see. And I saw it at that, at that young age, never thinking I was going to do comedy. You know, I just went to a comedy show because I thought the dude was funny. Right. And, uh, you know, it was very telling. And then when I started to get into this a little bit, this business, and then, man, that just has to be a hell of a fucking question. <laughs> I betrayed him. And I saw it in his face when I took it from him from the battlefield. <laughs> All men fail. All men lose heart. I don't want to lose heart. I want to believe as he does. You know what that's from? Uh, Braveheart. Yeah. When Robert the Bruce, Robert the Bruce betrayed. Uh, and he's talking to his. Uh, his dad's yeah, face. It looks like overboiled. Yeah. Uh, hot dogs. Dude, it just, this is just a rough, if you, a roughest bit. If you have any kind, this is what I would like to say to these people who say these things to you. Why haven't you done this? And, dude. Aries, and I'm not sticking up for Aries in this. I'm just going to be honest because I've had this conversation before. Aries is more successful than 99% of the people in this business. Say it again. <laughs> Do you, you don't understand? No, nigga, say it again. <laughs> more successful than 99%. The way you said it, Aries is, start with the, say it again. Aries is 99 more successful, to, successful, to hear success. successful than, any, than others in this business. This business is rough, man. Very few people make it. You could count on your hand right now. Who's the people that are more than like two movies going on right now that are killing it? It's small. We could name them. We could name them real quick. We, we got Robert Downey Jr. That's killing it. Mm -hmm. And did anybody think Robert Downey Jr. was going to come back after his uh, several uh, yes. falls yes, and topples? He's did, white. He's, <laughs> that is not always going to get you back. Yeah, but it's a hell of a start. Yeah, it is. It does <clears throat> get you up in the line. Um who else? Who else do we got right now? Look, we don't even have to go there. Let's just deal with this reality. To people like Brandon and all the idiots on social media that like to call someone washed up, remember something. Even my, even in a B-list movie, I make more money in a B-list movie than you make in a year. But you know, it's so, so it's like it, it's always funny to me when people's measuring stick is a measuring stick that they're nowhere even close to let alone thinking I'm fucked up. Their, their real life is nowhere even close to what I'm supposedly fucked up with and washed up to. Well, there's people who get cut out of a movie and made more than I will in a whole year <laughs> on that movie. Right. And they'll get a credit for it too. They're right. just not in the movie. This is a weird business and people don't understand. And you don't... I want to be clear here. This is why I'm dead in this fucking camera. <laughs> what is it right there? You motherfuckers have a boss that you answer to. You punch a fucking clock. You get told when to go to lunch and when to come back. You wake up every morning at a set time because you got to be somewhere. And for what? So that your yearly income only has one comma on it. I have two. And I ain't got no boss. And I don't answer to nobody. And I wake up at noon if I want to understand.
But you're measuring it like success in a regular business where you'd go through the hoops and you move up and you go through the hoops and you move up. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's admirable. Everybody has a path that you follow. And congratulations if that's your path. But this isn't it. And Aries said something very funny. He doesn't have a boss. But you know what the problem with that is, though, too, Aries? What's that? You don't know who's keeping you in or out of, of shit, though, either. What do you mean? Well, when you have a boss, you know who to be mad at if you didn't get the promotion. Right. You don't even... we. In this business, you don't know who to be mad at. Well, when you make certain kind of money, you ain't got to be mad. You don't have to be mad. Don't worry. <laughs> be happy. I wanna go then eat by note. I wanna go and eat the goat. Don't worry. But 99% be of the happy. people in this business don't really make money. That's the other side of it, though. I'm the worst whistler, dude. Uh, but people don't make money. It's this is a rough business, man. And when you when you hit people up with, you haven't been in a movie lately, or you haven't done this, like. But he got paid. He's been in them. Yes, yes. And I go on the road. Think about all the people. Five that, figures, nigga. Weekly. I'll go to. I'll take you to New York and L.A. and I'll introduce you to a bunch of servers at a restaurant who haven't been in a movie, or a television show, or a commercial. Five figures, nigga. Weekly. This is a hard business, man. Month to month. Don't try to compare it to like a, a straight line business. It's not. It's not what it is. And when I say straight line, I just mean you know what to do. You know what to do here. You know what the next step is. There is no steps in this. You want to know why I use a knife instead of a gun? <laughs> because you don't get to keep all the little details and incrosyncrities when you use a gun. You want to know how many of your friends were cowards? Six. That shit. That's the, and, and then, even if you're a great actor and you don't get that part, right? he was able to do something with that part. But Dude. Like that shit he did with his mouth, he's legend. When he just... <laughs> you want to know? That's fucking great. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. All right, uh, Ronald, oh, here he come. Watch out, girls, he'll beat you up. Oh, here he come. He's a woman beater. Uh, he writes. He's demonetized because that now belongs to uh, Hall and Oates. No, but I sang it different. <laughs> <laughs> Confusion. I'm so confused about that first email. Let me fuck him up for y'all. Now, he's talking about Waifu, but no, 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 Ronald. We're going to treat this like Mission Impossible. This is your mission, should you choose to accept it. Now, you got me fucked up. You're dyslexic. You're dyslexic, dyslexic with music, nigga. Now, you got me fucked up. How does it go? It's the easiest jingle. I fucked it up. Go ahead. All right, here's your mission. I'm going to buy you a first-class round-trip plane ticket, Ronald, to England. And you're not going to fuck up Waifu, especially since he apologized. You're going to take care of old business first. Right. You got to fuck up a guy named Brandon from the UK. But I know because it's him, you won't fuck him up. So I'm going to make him put on a dress and a wig. And then you got to give him the business. Oh, here he come. Damn, that ain't close to cold. Watch out. Girls, he'll beat you up. Oh, here he come. He gonna make an exception for Brandon in the UK. Hey, Brandon, have you ever thought about wearing a dress and a wig? 
You bet not. And be around <laughs> R- R- Ronald, nigga. Ro- Ronald. Nigga. I want to make this comfortable for Ronald. You know what I mean? Ronald <laughs> beat the shit out you. You put on some lipstick. Uh, Corey Fuller. Oh, Andy, Andy, Andy. Ah, uh, Andy, Andy, Andy. What's up, guys? I just listened to one of your older uh, episodes and it compelled me to write in. This was the episode about the movie American Skin. Uh, one thing I don't do is talk race with white men. Uh, there is the only, this is the only group of people in America with three Ks uh, that never had to fight for any rights or injustices done to them. So they can never grasp what you're trying to explain to them. And Andy is no different. I had a white man also tell me that the problem with socioeconomic, uh, I explained to him that it is for him, but for me and everyone else, you have to, have, you have to add to that. It goes like this. White plus woman plus economics, black plus man plus economics, black plus woman plus economics, any race plus gay, trans plus economics. I listened to Andy define prejudice as racism for two minutes, but you eventually gave him the true definition of racism. I wrote in to let everyone know, although white men can be good people and want to help, they can only judge from the situations they themselves have experienced. For instance, Have you ever told a white person about a racist experience and they say that's not racist? They never experienced it and they also carry on the same behaviors. So if I call that person a racist, am I calling them racist too? So they'll say that's not racist. I just want to drop in from Wilmington, North Carolina, uh, hometown of your boy MJ. Your old castmate Orlando Jones has been living here for years now. He does small comedy shows to showcase up-and-comers here in the Myrtle Beach South Carolina. Keep up the great work. Godspeed, Andy. So do I get to comment? The floor is yours. Okay. See, I, I, it goes back to understanding what we're talking about. And you do understand. I'm not going to say that you don't understand your definitions, your life experiences that I may or may not have because you're wrong about some of the ones that I have or haven't had uh, because you haven't also lived in my life. And dealt with who, what, what, what circumstances I've had. But so let's let's go to this though, because I'm going to do. The, I, I can only explain this from my like you. Di- I I will say it differently, a little differently. I can only explain it from my understanding. I can't ever understand anything someone else has went through or someone else's life. I can understand it from my understanding, not even what I've experienced, but from my understanding. And as it's been explained to me, and in cultural studies and Black history studies and studies. What the point was that I was making is from uh, black men that have explained this to me who study their own American race. And what I was saying with pre, uh, what, what was the word? Pre, pre-justice, uh, that I was not racism, but the other word that I used. I want to make sure oh, he's the same word that he used. <clears throat> oh, well, fuck. I don't know where you. Okay. Anyway, racism is the ability that certain white people have to keep people from excelling or from moving forward. And not all white people have that same ability. So in, in, in turn, Archie Bunker was not going to hold anybody back. He was an employee. He was not, uh, and I know I'm using a fictitious character, but it, it makes the point. The world is full of Ar- uh, Archies. 
Archie? Yeah, Archie Bunker. Archie he wasn't going to hold anybody back. He didn't have a position in life to hold anybody back. He couldn't keep anybody from entering a neighborhood. He couldn't keep anybody from uh, advancing a job. He couldn't keep anybody. So therefore, he wasn't a racist. Because but he was a bigot, and that's the word I think I was looking. He was bigoted because he didn't have the ability. And a lot of white people think that they're racist because they think they have an ability that they don't have. They're not going to stop a black person from moving ahead because they don't have the ability. That was the that's part of the the cultural studies that I learned in the placement of what the difference between racism and bigotry was. And that not all white people have the ability to be racist because they're in a place that they have no power over anyone. It's to have the power to be able to use that power to prevent someone from being able to move forward. And the reason that people will sometimes use the word racist, especially white people, and say that a black person is being racist towards them isn't possible because until recently, and, and other people even disagree that even until recently, black people haven't had overall the ability to hold back white people so that they, that isn't a racist uh, ideology that they're practicing. It is also more bigotry. And these are all just things that um, I have learned and I have experienced to where I, I don't profess that I can give you your experiences. I never said I could give you your experiences, but I will ask you, sir. As you said, what you have said to me, are the experiences that you have are someone that's holding you back? Is that a racist experience? Yes. If someone says a word or just uses, uh, is demeaning or is inappropriate, is that racist or is it bigoted? Because they didn't do anything to prevent you from moving forward. You could get up, you can leave. I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying they didn't really have any they didn't have a way to affect your life other than in that moment. And that's the difference. It, and, and it might just be semantics that we're, are, that we're discussing here. But when you have a conversation with someone, if you don't put the parameters on it so that we are talking about the same thing, then I think it's very hard for us to have that conversation. And I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm not talking from a white professor's idea of what I just said to you or from uh, a white guy's talking. These are from, from talking to people who, uh, intellectual, black intellectuals who are explaining things to this white kid right here. That's it. Uh, and I'm going by what I'm understanding. That's, that's all I can say. Now, you may disagree completely with me, and you are entitled to do that. And your life has brought you different things that I will never experience, so I'm not even going to argue with you. I'm going to tell you where I got it from and why I've said what I've said. That's it. That's it. I mean, there I can't go. make it anymore. <clears throat> All right. Your turn. Uh, who said that? Corey. Corey. Was it Corey? It was Corey. Because he said Andy, Andy, Andy. Your turn, Corey. Uh, Gerard Stewart. My first comedy show. Aries and Andy, what it do? Loving the podcast. I watch it at work throughout the day, and you guys have me in stitches. <clears throat> Excuse me. God damn it. Can't tell you how many times I've spit out my iced coffee at my desk from your Tony Soprano impression. Fuck a good. I fucking make a decaf. You won't fuck up the computer. She less sugar. Doesn't fuck with the gigabytes. I know this because my kids are fucking geek. Fucking AJ. Sit in the fucking room all day looking at porn. Between a fucking decaf coffee and a fucking jizz. Surprised the computer could even turn the fuck on. All right. Uh, I walked into the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida. 
It's my first comedy show, so I'm kind of nervous yet hyped to see Aerie Spears. The man, the myth, the legend. I'm cracking up to Andy's set and in the shadows of the comedy club, there you are. Peeping the crowd from behind the shadow of the curtain, I'm immediately fanboying in my head like, oh shit, that's him. It was equivalent to being mugged and pistol whipped, Jesus. <laughs> but then seeing <laughs> Batman walk up to save you smoking a Newport LML. Uh, we made eye contact, and the only thing going through my head was, please don't roast my fake-ass Jordan jersey. Spare me, sir. You were wearing a fake Jordan jersey? Um, by the grace of God and low lighting, I survived LMAO. You ripped the show and shook every hand and took every photo afterwards. I wanted to give you some green so bad, uh, but too many eyes, and a cop was there. Yeah, I'd be more worried about the cop than the eyes. Uh, I had to let you guys know I really appreciate everything you guys provide to the comedy community. And thank you for making my first comedy show experience something I will truly never forget. Best time of my life. God bless you guys. Oof. Oh, God. Oh, God. And tell Andy, stop being afraid to comment on black stuff. We know he's not a racist and he's a Wu-Tang fan. You've been invited to the cookout, bro. You have black friends you, you care about. You have black friends you care about, so you're welcome to comment if you want. We know your heart is good, fam. Take care, fellas. See, this is the beauty of, uh, you know, what we do. And not like the other guy was thrashing you. No, he didn't. No, I, he that's didn't. why That's why I was very respectful in the way right. that I, I went about what I said. But even like, and, you know, obviously Wayfu apologized, but even when he came with his assessment right behind that, is the guy saying they praise you. This is how finicky this shit is. So last night, uh, we're, we're in between shows, the second and third show here at the Arlington Improv. I'm standing outside, and these three black dudes come out of that little taco spot across the street, the Porkies or whatever it's called. One of them sees my name in the, in the, in the what do you call it? The, not the yeah, billboard, yeah. you know the thing, yeah. for the advertising, the club. And they don't know I'm standing over off the side, so I have in my square. And one guy goes, uh, oh, shit, Aerie Spears. And the other guy goes, man, that nigga ain't funny. <laughs> they didn't know I was standing there, and I heard him. So <clears throat> they get in the, the, the van that they're in. They back out, and just as, as they're done backing out and they've turned into the direction to move forward, they notice me. So the one guy rolls down the window. All of them roll down the window. And the guy goes, oh, shit, Aerie Spears. Yo, that's Aerie Spears, yo. I said, yeah, that is me, the unfunny nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and his man, for a black dude, this nigga turned red. He was like, yo, I, I'm sorry, yo. I was playing, yo. I was playing. He wasn't playing. But, you know, he got caught. So they drive off. And not a beat later, a car behind them, the roll the windows down, and they lose their shit. Oh my God, Aries Spears, the funniest nigga in the world. Can we please get a picture? I said, and I, I, I didn't have a feeling they were coming to the show. They just happened to be passing by. But I, I went, are y'all coming to the show? No, we didn't even know you were here, but we'll buy tickets right now because I was going to tell them I do pictures after the show. But since I kind of felt like they weren't coming to the show, I said, let me do it right now then. I don't want to tell you no. But my point being, the car before them said, the nigga ain't funny. The car after them said, the goat. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? 
Not to do everybody, you know, everybody. This this is the greatest thing about life, man. And this is why I've started to relax a little bit and take it easy and just my truth is my truth, and that's all I have, just like everybody else. And that's where we're all coming from, is from our truths, who right. we are. Oh, you know what? If that dude didn't think you were funny, it's is that have anything to do with you, or is it not have to do all. with him? Whatever. So it, it, it isn't anything. Um, your my your I'm not funny doesn't stop my money. It, it doesn't. And it, it doesn't stop all your other fandom. Today, when you were when we were going to get we uh, again, I, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, we were in Arlington right now. We went over to a couple soul food spots to get some food today. And the love that you got from one of the places that you we went today, mm-hmm. dude. You know, the, one person, and this is the this is the real problem about us as people, egos, um, and, and overall our sensitivity. Man, we are sensitive people, and you could say your heart as you want to. I know you're not going to agree with everything I'm about to say, but man, for every ten of those to come up and tell you how much they love you, that one, it, it costs ten. It costs 10 right. because it almost wipes out those 10. Like I love yous because that one. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what it is about us. I don't know what it is wrong with us that we need to fill whatever it is with other people's uh, praise from us. But it only takes one to wipe out 10 just great compliments. And then that one person tells you, you know, yeah, I don't like you. you you're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, you know, why am I that to you? And, and forgetting about this person doesn't make a bit of difference. I got 10 other people that love me for exactly who I am. And why do I need to even care about that? But it does. It does something to all of us, not just in entertainment, not just you. We're all that way. We're all, we're all looking for some amount of praise and, and a little negative praise takes away a lot, a lot, a, a lot of that good praise. I don't know. I don't know why we're that way. Yeah. And I wish we were better. That's, that's my goal. This is my journey that my search to make myself not that person. Hey, Brandon, do, from the UK, do me a favor. And I'm being serious, dog. Aries Spears 45 at Hotmail. Don't write comments into the YouTube. Write us directly. I want to know from you, I want like how some people go, we got to study the mind of a Jeffrey Dahmer or a Ted Bundy. I want to study the psychosis of someone like you. What is it that is making you still listen if you feel that strongly about us being trash? And you feel, not that it really matters. I just want to get into the mind of a serial killer. Like, like, what is it that makes you go, boo, all y'all do is sports, comedy, sports, comedy, when clearly we do way more than that. But obviously, I would think that if you felt that way, you would say, man, fuck these niggas and goodbye. But you're still there. So I want to know why is it you're still here if you feel that way? It's a great question. But what I want to understand too, not only for him, but last night, in Arlington, the Late Show, we had you had this guy on mm-hmm. stage. You were on stage, and you asked him his name, and he spelled it. Yes. What, what was it? Mun. Mun. M O N. And you went on. You went on this thing with Mun, and you, you basically, you know, as a comedian, he he made it, he he talked. He said some stuff to you while you're on stage, so that's a heckler, and you can go after him as hard as you want. But, but he didn't heckle in a bad way. He didn't. He wasn't trying to right, be. Right, it, but right, he right. still yeah. he still yelled out. Yeah. And you destroyed him. And he was having fun with the it. Fun, the time of his life. Because he was, it was great and he was enjoying it. Now. He was laughing with us. Yeah. Not and, laughing at us. And But how many times have you went off on someone in the same way and their feelings got hurt? They were oh. so pissed. And you went harder on him because he could take it and you knew it. Right. 
But you went, I mean, a lot of people would I go hard on the motherfuckers that can't take it. Yeah, but you really went on him. And it was so funny We had, because you kept you, you were able to go back because he made it. He was very, he was, uh, listen, I, I've been on the road with you for, for a while now. That was one of my favorite moments that I've watched. That was fun. That and, was fun. But it was him that also made it fun. Yeah. And again, it comes down to you're at a comedy club, man. Things are going to be said. People are going to say some shit. And if you're there to have fun, man, you are going to have fun. If you're going there just to go, it might not be so great for you. But this dude came there to have fun, and he had a great time. That was some of the funniest shit that I've ever seen in a comedy club was that, that moment with you and Yeah, him. it was fun. So uh, I don't know, man. It's in us, man. We're the, we're our person, our personalities. And again, going back to what was said to me earlier, I can't say what anybody else has been through. But I think it has a lot to do with what, what you've been through, where you've come from. That makes you feel certain ways. And Mon, he's having a good life because he enjoyed his fucking self there. He did. He did. <clears throat> Unlike that white chick who thought she was a nigga that kept trying to... Listen, SOS to the black men out here. If you want to date a white woman, have at it. By all means, have at it. I don't ever hold anybody feet to the fire for who they love. Life is short, as I say on stage. Life is short, too short. Be fucking happy. I don't give a fuck if the bitch is green. Uh, but it's black man. If you got a white woman, control your bitch. Play your pimp hand. Like, like Dewan Kurt says, keep your pimp hand strong. Don't let her disrespect me or, or talk out of place from, from soldier to soldier, nigga. C correct it. Keep your woman in check, man. Can I, can I talk to the white women then now? Go send, send out an SOS. <laughs> White women that are dating black men. You got the guy. He picked you. He picked you for who you were. Whatever it was that he was attracted to. Be that person. I don't need to see one more white woman trying to raise the roof. Oh. Show Leah. Boo-boo. Let me tell you something. That is the most confusing, scary shit in the world. It's I used to do the I used to do this joke where I used the Rick Springfield song, Jesse's Girl. And I did a whole bit about white women that act black. Like, listen, if I want vanilla ice cream, I'm coming for vanilla ice cream. If I want chocolate, I'm getting chocolate. I don't want chocolate that tastes like vanilla. And I don't want vanilla that tastes like chocolate. You know what you want even it's less than? It's confusing. You know what you want even less than? What's that? Ice cream that makes noise. Oh, <laughs> I love you. It's smooth. It's supposed to go. Mm. You're not even supposed to hear someone eating it. Not at all. And that bitch <laughs> was motherfucking cereal, nigga. She wouldn't stop. Shut the fuck up. And I know that I, white women with sass and black woman isms, neck cranking, eye rolling, finger snapping, lip popping. That don't belong. That's not y'all. That's our women. Culturally, that's black women. Don't do that. Do what white women do. Cry. Now, <laughs> well, she did that too. She, she did. She started getting all crying uh, last yeah, night. Cry. Yeah, when yeah. you guys get put under pressure, you cry. Yeah, you know what? I I'll say it this way then. I'm not going to take anything away from anybody. There's some white dudes that are that have a little bit of that, that the culture in them. There's some white women that have that in them because of who they grew up with, how they but then be be that, but be authentically that. Don't amp it up because you're in a situation. And second of all, then don't run back to crying after. Yeah, the man. It's because now you're not. So who are you? Pick one. Are you Shaniqua or are you Becky? 
Because Shaniqua don't cry. <laughs> Shaniqua might beat your ass and make you cry. Yeah, pick one. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. And then again, to the black men. Come on, soldier. Don't let your white woman get out of place with another soldier. I mean, brother, I did pull a nuclear button last night. Did oh, you hear me? I didn't hear it. I, was... I said, control your bitch, nigga. Bitch, nigga. And what, what happened? Ooh, he looked like he wanted to fight, but I knew Becky had his heart. <laughs> she had his fucking heart and her little pocketbook next to the dog. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Um, Tony Anderson. Fuckable racist and checking GTA Andy. Uh-oh. No, I don't think this might. Uh, what's up, guys? I damn near caught up. I'm damn near caught up. A couple more episodes uh, to go. Came across the Ann Coulter or Tommy Loren debate of which is racist and which is not. I agree with Andy's choice with Ann not being racist, but the reason is different. Ann fucks black men. Time out. Does she? Do you know that? I don't know that. But All right. Uh, I can see it in her face. No <laughs> 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 I can see it in her face, uh, no question. Tommy's father is still alive, and she still seeks to please him and not disappoint other white men. I'm almost certain. Anne likes dark meat. Tommy keeps it kosher, LOL. Lastly, Andy, you got to stop putting yourself down as a comedian because of your age and the way you're, you got into the game. You are a funny motherfucker. Stand on that shit. I hate hearing you talk yourself down out of your ego. Stand 10 toes on your funny and don't back down. You've snorted too much cocaine for that shit. <laughs> if, you keep, if you keep doing that shit, I'm going to email every time you talk about yourself and compare you to monsters from the Men in Black franchise alongside links for AARP membership details and links to senior living communities to remind you your time has come. Y'all be safe and be funny, Big T. You know, first of all, I appreciate that. But here's the thing that's funny to me is I was thinking about Am I going to put my... This is how fucked up I am. Am I going to put this on Tara? Like, is Tara going to have to take care of me? Because I'm already thinking about... Because my dad dad is going through it right now. My dad is looking for a a senior living facility because he's not not healthy. Um, He's lost, like, a lot of functionality in his legs, and he's fallen down, and his his wife can't lift him back up. And they've had a call. You know, they, they got to know the EMTs in the area... And, uh, you know, the firemen come over and help him up. And so, um, yeah, he, so he's looking for us. So all that's in my head right now, too, on top of it. Right. So, I'm, I, you know, in my head, like, I'm like, am I going to be like that? Am I, you know, am I going to do this to Tara? Or am I going to do this to my boys? Or do I want to start, like, preparing for this? I, I know it sounds fucked up. I don't know why I go there. But it's, it, I think I think too much. No, listen, I think about some of the same things, too, you know. Uh, while we were out here in Dallas hanging out with my man, his real name is Robert Thomas. Again, played number 44 linebacker for the funny dude, Dallas dude. Cowboys. Funny motherfucker. Fun-loving guy. Yeah. Uh, but I call him Red Rock. And, you know, me and him get down on the 2K on PlayStation. But anyway, you know, we were talking on the way back from the, from the barbecue spot about his family and shit. And he was talking about what his dad is going through and his condition and whatnot. And, you know, I just, you know... I'm just like, damn, it, it doesn't have to be this way. But you just know, even if it's not from a condition, you're getting older. Your body's breaking down. Shit's going to start falling apart. You, you, you're getting closer to the upper room, nigga. And I just, I just, I, I'm just like, oh my God. Like, what, 
What do you start to think about when the signs keep coming that you're getting closer? That that mindset, what is the mindset? But, you know, it's funny too, because when does it change? Because when we're in our 20s, man, when we're your teens, you're indestructible. You'll do anything. You look, you're pristine, nigga. And you'll do things that can fucking take you out because, you but and then snap back like a rubber band, though. But now when you get older, you think about, you know, it's, it's, it is, it's closer and you, 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 you feel your mortality. You, cause you know that you're not going to like, I remember what this is such a dumb thing to remember, but I have specifics. Uh, we got out of school because there was a problem at the school down the street. There was something that happened, uh, some, uh, some construction accident. So they closed the school off cause they didn't want it to come by. It was right next door. So we jump on our bikes and uh, the bikes are all locked up. So they're not, we can't even get them. We jump over the fences. We're throwing the bikes over. I take off down the street and I'm pedaling as fast as I can because it's a half day of school now. And I remember, I don't know if I hit a pothole or a little hole. And my, my, I was riding a 10 speed and my wheel moved and I started, I flew off the handlebars and I, I don't know how fast I was going, but I slid my arms all fucked up. I'm all bloody. What did I do? I got back up on my bicycle when I rode the rest of the way home. Yeah. It hurt. I was cut up and I was, if I fell off my bike today, right, you're dead. <laughs> get back up. I'm going to the hospital. Right, right. So it's just like it, you just your life has a way of just letting you know exactly where you are, and Ugh. we know we're not there anymore. Right. So yeah, you know, I talk about my age, but I think it's because you just think about these things a lot more, man. And I, I and and because I started late, and yeah, I I appreciate you saying that I'm fu- that you think I'm funny. I think I'm funny too, but I also think that funny cooks, man. Aries has been doing this a long time. I, I when he's on stage, and I tell people this all the time. You've seen Aries uh, on DVD or the video or a special. You, you saw it. It's funny, but that's not the show, man. <sighs> you come to the show. That's funny. That's cooking, man. That's been cooking. That comedy. That that everything that goes into what it is, it cooks, man. It's a gumbo, man. It's all seasoning together to make what that is. I didn't get cooked long enough. And I'm not knocking me. I have the life experiences to put in the pot, but it just hasn't. I'm never going to have the time to let it simmer the same way someone. And then sometimes our comedy and our style and our personality and our jokes are a reflection, are a reflection of what we consume food wise. Andy's a great matzo ball soup. (laughs) And if you love matzo ball soup, (laughs) I love Andy. I'm down home. Jimmy Lee hooker fried chicken with a side of grandma's gumbo with red beans and rice, greasy, down-home, collard green, foot-stomping, guitar-licking, nigga hat-wearing, sweat down your chin, cooking, nigga. So the styles are a little different, is what you're saying. I mean, when you, I'm Aretha Franklin, nigga, in the summer. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm fucking. You're funny, and I know you mean it. I know you mean what you're saying. But when I tell you about the food that I like, when we were talking about chitlins, yeah, and then I explained to you a Mexican way of eating chitlins, which I'd never heard. Fried, deep fry them because they pop up. They right. pop like chicharrones. Yeah. yeah, and it doesn't have it. Changes the flavor, the taste, the texture. Yeah. And so it's funny because we've experienced a lot of the same things just done in different ways. 
but I, I really do mean it. Like I, I just because I, I'm not putting myself down. I just didn't do comedy till later, and my pot just doesn't. Is he knows seasoned. who he is. Yeah, it's just not seasoned the same way. Because I'm, I'm a black cast iron skillet with lard in the <laughs> motherfucker, nigga. And it's been cooking a long time. It has like Jada just said, cook the bird up slow for y'all. All right, let me read this last one. Get out of here because I haven't read it in a while and it's from our girl. So I got to give the side bitch with the chopper. Uh, my chef, me, more Pretty little girl that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. How I wish that you were mine. Shamal, what's up, baby? Spin a minute, mama. Bat signal received. Hey, A&A. You already know who it is, the A1 from day one. Uh, sorry for the long email, but here we go. Regarding the new format of language, I'm probably going to shock people. I love it. Aries, I don't know if you remember this, but if one of my but in one of my earliest emails, I asked you if you thought about limiting the use of the N-word. Your response was not for one minute. I told you then the pod was already testosterone driven. You may want to consider easing up on that word. Uh, to get more female listeners and a general wider audience. The true BBH bitch badge holders don't mind. <clears throat> and we're here until the wheels fall off. But not all women are like us. Got that right. I get why someone will tell you all women, uh, I get someone will tell you to stay true to yourself. That's what you, that's what got us hooked on the pod in the first place. Just remember, every single person listening should be smart enough to see the bigger picture. It's not like you'll start sounding like Bryant Gumble suddenly. You'd still be Aries and have that New York flair and attitude we love. You'll just be more accessible. Um, hopefully that will lead to more opportunities for you and even Andy. Look at it like this. Your youth and for some reason, they decide to give you another chance. Wouldn't you want some more sample sizes of a kinder, gentler Aries to give them instead of them hearing you dropping 20 N-bombs? I hope you don't take this wrong the wrong way. Uh, I love how you give your honesty and realness. I'm just giving you mine since you asked. Now about John Wick. Please send your man card to 69. I no longer have Testy's Road. <laughs> how dare you? This was the ultimate man food movie. I get the stunts slash action were completely ridiculous, but that's uh, what we go to see. And yes, the filmmakers were in on the Keanu is a bad actor joke in the opening scene when he said, yeah, yeah, like his Bill, Bill and Ted character. Everyone in the theater laughed. I think it depends on the audience. We had a great time laughing, yelling, and enjoying the, enjoying the film. Spoiler alert. For those who haven't seen it, at the end, someone yelled, that's what you get, Pennywise. And the entire theater laughed, clapped, cheered. For those who don't know, the villain in JW4, Bill Skarsgård, also played the clown in It. Guess where I saw the movie? In Ontario, the theater right across from the improv, your spot. Anyway, I've taken up enough of your time, and I'm sure you have a ton of emails to read. I got to go clean the chopper and get back in the front seat. Shout out to all the day ones and keep up the great work. Your girl, Shimoa. Uh, yeah, Shimoa, listen, I, I understand your opinion uh, and I definitely respect it. And I understand where you're coming from. Um, and, you know, Andy, I, Andy shares some of that sentiment and I understand where he's coming from. But like Frank Sinatra said, my way. <laughs> Um, it, it, you know, I, I'll say this though, because okay. you said, because you did say that I felt 
Uh, if it wasn't true to your character, how you speak, your yes. your verbal vernacular, how if you, I was a white bitch acting black, but go ahead. But how you talk, the way that you your yes. swag, the whole way that you come, it doesn't. I, I, I'm gonna say, and, and as a white person who sits next to you, and and you know we go places together, and you still talk the same way that you do. I don't even. It's not that it's not noticeable, but it's so much you. That it isn't like I'm hearing you say it. It's mm-hmm. just you're talking. Do you know what I'm trying to say? What I mean? It's you. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like it would be hard for you to change that because it's just who you are. It's how you talk. Like I don't hear the word when you say it because it's the way that you talk. And that's what I say all the time about Pryor and some of the greatest comics. When they say nigga, I don't hear nigga. I hear poetry from them. And the way that they are and the way that they talk and from their culture. But I can also understand from someone that is that has, gr- uh, uh, I, I don't want to minimize how I'm saying this, uh, who has a problem with the word, that has reasons why they have people have a problem with it being said, being said with the company, uh, being said in different re- reasons. I understand why that, what with the feelings that could come from that as well. But again, it is part of, your your rhythm, your patois, the way that you go you at it. You can't say aluminum. <laughs> but I can say patois, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, if that that's who, it, it would be tough. To, I, I understand that why we went through it, why we did the episode. And when you hear us speaking, we're not trying to be anything but who we are. And it's hard to change that. Patois, I like that. From now on, that's what I'm calling pussy. Patois. Baby, give me some of that patois. patois. <laughs> Is that French? Patois, I think so, yeah. Ah, la gelevez-vous des patois. Can uh, you let me smell your stinky patois? Hey, what was the restaurant that we did go to? Give that lady a shout out, those two sisters. There oh, was it was a called D-, D-, D something. Wait, I might have it right here. Because uh, I looked and I already closed I, it out. I, I, you looked up Chitlins in Dallas. Oh, that's what I put in, Chitlins. That's there it is, DeVentures. Yeah. DeVentures restaurant. Yeah. And uh, and we were going to go to uh, Sweet uh, Sweet Georgia Brown. Sweet Georgia Browns, but yeah. they were out of chicken, fish, fried catfish, fried chicken. Didn't have no indoor seating and had chess cake. Chess cake. <laughs> it was supposed to say cheesecake on the menu. It's a but chess- they put chess cake. Uh, and so we ended up going. That sounded like a gay dessert. Oh, I want some chess cake. But the food was good. Nigga, unbutton your shirt. Give me some of that chess, chess- cake. <laughs> Oh, they got chocolate chess cake and white chess cake and oriental chess cake and Indian chess cake and Muslim chess cake. I don't want no Jewish chess cake. That sounds like it got hands. <laughs> uh, the restaurant, the food was good. And the yeah. lady, that, the, there was two sisters. One was all business. No teeth. <laughs> and the other one was all teeth. No business. <laughs> But go check them out. They're sweet. Yeah, they were man. sweet, man. And I had, but they served me, they had Kool-Aid, and I thought they had different varieties of Kool-Aid. They only had one flavor. What was it? Black, black cherry. Black cherry. I never even heard of black cherry. But it was what it was. It was diabetic juice. They did not have, though, and I, they did have it over at Sweet Georgia Brown. They had no red beans and rice. Oh, you wanted red beans and rice? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, but but they did have the mac and cheese. Yes. Very buttery. Very, very buttery, very velvety. Yeah, that was good. Uh, uh, I had candy yams. You had, I had uh, collard, uh, collard greens. greens. I didn't really like the collard greens. I just not that I didn't like them. I didn't want to eat them. 
but the, f- the food was good. So I just wanted to give her a shout out because she was wish, such a cool and, chick. And in both these black establishments, you couldn't sit down. And I think that obviously was due to the pandemic, but it's been over. But allow niggas to sit down. Like, who wants to get their soul food and either you got to drive back to your crib or eat it in the car? COVID changed the business model. And then now you have to get employees and then you have to have people cleaning, cleaning the kitchen, setting up the kitchen. I mean, the dining room, serving. Now you need all kinds of more employees. If you figured out a way to do it this way and, and, and it's hard to get employees, I can understand why it's happening. Uh. But yeah, man, and wait, wait, Texas, this is the South, right? Yeah. But I don't consider this the South. It's a different South. It's a different South. But I mean, I guess it's Southern enough to where, listen, they had pig's feet, oxtails, neck bones, chitlins. She was out of hog moss. So they, they, they get, there's, there's some slavery South in this. <laughs> this is slavery level South. Uh, but check them out. They were really, they were, they were really cool. And they, they were, they really, she was fun, man. The lady was fun. Yeah, she was absolute fun. Absolute fun. So uh, we got it? Is yeah, that they, a, is that, they, is that a show? Dates? Yeah, give us, dates? give us some dates. Guys, uh, again, we were in Arlington. Had a great time. Arlington Improv, big props. I mean, you guys did a great job. The, uh, the servers were good. And, and what I mean by that is that they were quiet. They didn't interrupt the show. Um, the people that all came out were great. I really had a good time here this time. Uh, we're going to be uh, this next next week. We're um, May 5th through the 7th. We're going to be at the Cleveland Improv. Just a bit outside. Doo-doo. And I said last, as I said on yesterday's podcast, you can look for that uh, Black Escalade. You might see Aries for the next three <laughs> weeks in L.A. Uh, then after that, we're going to be at the Helium in Portland, uh, May 25th through the 28th. Home of the white girls with no shoes and socks sitting bare feet and Indian style in the grass playing ukulele. You know, I, can I, I'm going to tell this story really fast. Yes. So they have food trucks in Portland. Mm, like do they? Where, where the food trucks kind of really started. Yes. And uh, I told Aries about these good food trucks that I had saw online and he had heard about the food trucks. We wanted to go to the food trucks. We go to the food trucks and it was these uh, dumpling food trucks, but it made all these like kind of American dumplings. Yes. And we got there and the dude who was serving them was where he was... <laughs> And he had nail polish on, and uh, nope. And Aries was just shaking his head, I just, like shaking his head, like a kid, like a little kid, like just shaking it back and forth, like a real fast. Head doll. Yeah, yeah, just nope, Mm-mm. no. And I go, I'm gonna try that cheeseburger dumpling. And he's like, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. no. <laughs> he, did, he didn't get the. It was good. I'm sure it was. It came from someone with fingernail polish, but that's 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 it. I mean, it's just, it's not a big deal. Do everybody? A lot of people wear fingernail polish. <laughs> All right. Speaking of fingernail polish, uh, we're going to be at Cobb's Comedy Club, June first through the third. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Cobb's Comedy Club, the first through the third of June, man. I'm looking for. We haven't been out to Cobb's in a, in, in a minute, so I'm excited to be back out there. Uh, Pittsburgh Improv, June 9th through the 11th. 
followed by our first time at the DC Comedy Law, 15th to the 18th of June. So that'll be your first time out there. Come on, support. Let's uh, let's see you out there. And then we're going. I'm going back home, Tempe, Arizona. Aries is too, but I'm, it's not his home. Tempe, Arizona. Nigga, Mikasa, Sukasa. Okay, June 23rd through the 25th, we'll be in Tempe Improv. Your not- home gonna always be my home. Yeah. Even if I got to go in that motherfucker without you know I'm coming. <laughs> well, your home is stand up live. Nah, nigga. I mean your house. Okay. Home club. Okay. Home club. You Next like... time you and Tara come home, I'm already be there in the bed, in y'all's bed, naked. There looked like there was some butt prints on our sofa. Black booty cheeks, nigga, in your sheets. <laughs> but we'll be in Tempe, not doing uh, not doing Phoenix, downtown Phoenix, stand up live. Uh, yeah, and I can say this because it's the club is owned by the same people. So what? I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be you and Tara's bra man from the fifth floor. From Martin, come break in your house, make a sandwich. <laughs> Tara would appreciate. You, you may have to explain it to Tara. Hey trainer. y'all, y'all ain't got no bread. Y'all ain't got no chicken, yo. You know I'm a black man. I need a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so come check us out at Tempe. Uh, real quick, after that, I just want to give out the last June date. Uh, June uh, 30th through uh, July 2nd. What's a Jewish bread? Holla. Hey, man. Holla. I can't make no chicken sandwich on no holla. <laughs> what kind of sandwich is a holla sandwich? <laughs> but we're going to be at Bricktown uh, Comedy Club in Tulsa. Uh, June oh, 30th. Oh, yeah, Tulsa King, you know? Tulsa King, mainly a lot of it filmed in Jersey City. Fuck a Jersey. Tulsa <laughs> and fuck a Jersey. Can you believe this? They had to get permission from Tony Soprano to film It's in like Jersey. Africa and French. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know a black African whose dick is as big as the Eiffel Tower. He stuck it in a white woman's patois. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Ari Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. <laughs> You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't, I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. Nina? Nope. That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get a ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?